Welcome to another episode of Breakaway from the Rat Race. And today, this is our 100th episode. And I have the pleasure of speaking again with Aaron Chapman. Uh, we met uh, last uh, August. Uh, so you may want to recall and watch that video a while back. So Aaron, I will remind you what exited from mining, heavy equipment operation, welding, long haul, truck driving. And uh, he entered the finance industry in 1997. His clientele ranged from those purchasing their first home, those purchasing their dream home, and also those investing in multiple properties for long-term cash flow. His, his expertise is in the complicated, as he says. And uh, presently, he ranked at the top 1% in the industry, uh, where there are about like 300,000 licensed loan originators, closing in excess of 100 transac transactions a month. So Aaron is that battle-worn partner every real estate entrepreneur needs to walk through these tough times and uh, build a real estate business. Aaron, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Eric. I appreciate you letting me back on, man. That means this must have done something right if you're going to let me back in here. Well, I knew that these would be challenging times, and I knew that these would be changing times. And, um, you know, I mean, we've been, we've been doing business together for quite a quite some time now yep. uh, in terms of rentals and you've helped you know hundreds of our investors actually acquire rental properties single family rentals and um, thank you for that so that's be appreciated but more importantly I think you have your expertise is very uh, is very critical at this time uh, with changing interest rate like I mentioned earlier when we spoke it was at the end of August and the interest rate at that time was around like six percent and here we are today and um so tell us about kind of like what the changes and what's coming to us um let us know so yeah the, the, there has been a lot of movement in the market um driving those interest rates up and a lot of people are freaking out about it but it's interesting you know tax and strategies will will change with the situation but principles always stay the same so a lot of the conversation I have is not going to be much different than the conversations that I had back when interest rates were 6% or 5% or 4% because investing in real estate for the long term, the reasons still hold why you would do that. The interest rate is just a number within the transaction. Many people still get really caught up in that. Mm -hmm. And so the things that I'm cautioning a lot of people with right now is they're very, very worried about when is now the right time to buy. Yeah. Well, what would make you think it's not the right time to buy? And they said, well, there's people that are speculating that the interest rates are going to go down later. Well, go down from what? That's my mm -hmm. first question. Now, one, what's going to drive them down is the first, is really the first question. Second growth question is going to be go down from what? So mm -hmm. what drove interest rates down had more to do with uh, federal government influence than the actual market conditions. Everybody talks about market cycles. We had market cycles in history between five and seven years. We eliminated those market cycles in 2009 up until just recently when the federal uh, government with the Federal Reserve with money printed by the U.S. Treasury put in $8.9 trillion into the bond pools out there, put it into the economy to work. Mm -hmm. Now, what they were doing with, with mortgage-backed securities, and those who don't know what a mortgage-backed security is, is no different than, the, you know, people talk about the, uh, look at the 10-year. Always watch the 10-year see what's happening with rates. Yeah. Tenure is you put money into this bond for 10 years and they're going to pay you a rate of return on it. That's the yield. That's the where, where those rates are heading. If it goes up, 
It's because people are leaving those bonds, driving the yields up because they're trying to get more people to put money in. So you have to increase their profit or draw them in with something, some uh, you know, it, it increased yield for that person, right? Yeah. Same thing with mortgage with mortgage-backed securities. It's just a long-term security, of thirty years, fifteen years, ten years, whatever one they invest in. And then if those rates go up, whoever invests in it gets a higher yield, right? Mm -hmm. So these yields will go up for them, and that's how you're going to entice them in. Well, if the majority of the money that was being lent out was by the federal government, that's the only people that'd be willing to lend money at two percent. Yeah. Nobody in the in the well, very few people in the investing public would want to dump that kind of money into a security and get only a two percent return on investment. Mm -hmm. well, what they were doing with that is as people were paying their mortgages off or making their payments, right? They're getting their income coming in, they would reinvest in it and reinvest it and never take the profits. Now they're taking the profits. So you went from an $8.9 trillion position down to about $8.7 trillion and change. That's mm -hmm. it. That little tiny movement and our interest rates more than doubled. Yeah. We know that they are trying to divest from that. What happens to interest rates when they divest from $8.7 trillion down to $4 trillion? You think they're going to go up or down? Yeah, it's going to go up. It's going to go up a lot. Yeah. The thing is, there is everybody following suit. So if the Fed's jumping yeah. in there, we put money behind it. England was putting it in there, well, basically Britain, Japan, China. They're not doing that right now because their yeah. currency is in the tank and they're having to put money back into their economies. Mm -hmm. So we don't have the type of flow going in there. We don't have the massive amount of money to lend. But when yeah. we look at history, I've got a chart right here in front of me, and I think we talked about this chart before, that up until, uh, I think it was January, 2000, uh, January 1971, up until yeah. uh, July of 2022, the average interest rate was 7.769 for yeah. people buying houses. We are still below that rate for the real estate investor. Yep. So one, what's going to drive our rates down would have to be a massive influx of capital. And capital is leaving. And the, mm -hmm. the, the, the stupid money, which, yeah. you know, which I would say is the government money, the stupid money is not, coming, is not supposed to come back. I'm not saying it yeah. won't come back because stupid money follows stupid money. Right? <laughs> yep. And you've got that is supposed to go away. If that does completely go away, yes, our interest rates are going to go up. And prior yeah. to that happening, you know, 2005, six, seven, I was writing interest rates of seven and eight percent for real estate investors. That was commonplace. That mm -hmm. might where the market takes it. The yeah. other thing is there's there's a lot of people, a lot of smarter people than me saying we're going to see double digit interest rates within the next year. Well, some mm -hmm. people say, well, our interest rates are going to come down in the next couple of years. Well, that means they're going to come down from the double interest rates, double yeah. digit interest rates. So let's say we get to 10 and a half. Well, if it yeah. comes point and a half off ten and a half, that's nine percent. Yeah. Well, parties are still right. The guy mm -hmm. said it's going to be double digits. The guy said it's going to come down. They're both right, but it's a lot higher than we are today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. people, if you want to ride that out for that, feel free. But I, but there's an extremely large chance that you're going to still be paying a higher interest rate than you pay right now. Yeah. yeah. Get what you can get while you can get it. Yeah. Control what you can control for as long as you can control it. And that leads me to the next thing that people are asking me about is the arm rates. You know, the yeah. three to five years or seven years. Yeah, before. that was very interesting. Even arm like or short, like a 15 year fix, um, you know, like that, that was very interesting to me how the interest rate is the, is the same. The people we talked to, I said, maybe we can reduce the, the term from like 30, 30 year fix to 15 year fix and then reduce reduce that. And then work work that way. Um, so tell us about the the arm and then the fifteen year fix. 
Well, first off, I'll just I'll just put a poke a hole in the 15-year fixed balloon right now. That right there is a complete waste to anybody who's a real estate investor. The reason being is they think, well, I'll just pay it off faster. Well, we're also dealing with the time value of money with the with the with the US dollar. Yeah, I just meant like a third still a 30-year amortization, but 15-year uh yeah, yeah, 15 year fixed or a 30-year amortization. Yeah. Um, just to get a little bit better interest rate. Yeah. The, the, the problem that I have with that and with all of them, the seven year, the five year, the 10 year, all that, we don't know what's going to happen in that time frame. We just talked about market cycles being five to seven years and we nullified those market cycles. Yeah. We had a 13 year run of ridiculous interest rates from 2009 to 2022. Yeah. Now, what happens next? Do we get a regular five year market cycle or do we have to play out 13, 15, 16 years because yeah. we had this influence? It's possible. Nobody has any data to say. Everybody's yeah. speculating. Mm -hmm. So since everybody's speculating, we know what happened in 2008 with all the speculators, right? The speculators yeah. utilizing arm loans are the ones that destroyed the economy. Yeah, yeah. We can be in the exact same position. Now, there's two things that I'm worried about. One, what's yeah, the certainly all that. I certainly, yeah, in terms of the uh, adjustable rate, I mean, I think that's, you know, the rates are going to continue to go up um, for a little bit. So I certainly would not recommend, if you're trying to get a lower rate, Today, I wouldn't recommend to do an adjustable rate because your lower rate today is going to be higher than a fixed rate that you could get today. That's yeah. kind of what There's I'm There's a solid chance that you can end up yeah. with a higher rate that you're going to yeah. run into. And here's the other thing about that. When you hear about people in my industry talking about the, the arm rates, especially yeah. the leadership of the industry, the regional managers and the, the presence of these companies, they're telling yeah. me the sales force, which is what I am, the, the licensed loan originator, sell the arms. Because then you've got your refi business built for five to yeah, seven. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're literally telling them, we're going to churn these people. So you are now their future business, and they're going to force that. But if the rates are high, you're going to get screwed. That's the other thing is. Yeah, exactly. So the good side of the business would be that you would get a refi. The other one is that you have to deal with a foreclosure. hundred <laughs> percent. And the foreclosure thing, I think there's higher risks in that when you're talking yeah. about interest rates where they're going to be. We also don't know the effects of the actual real estate market in yeah. five, seven years from now. Yeah, exactly. It's right now. Yeah. Sure. It's like I'm of the mindset that it's going to be solid because we're we're behind by 5.2 million units to satisfy yeah. housing in the United States. That's right. But how many builders are building right now? They're stopping. They don't. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. They're worried about building. They're worried yeah. about something. There's something out there we do not know. So what mm -hmm. if we experience a decline in, in values because of pricing drop because of all these things interest rates coming up uh, values dropping significantly and then you get your five or seven year mark on your arm and now your house is worth about what you owe on it yeah now yeah. you got to bring 20 percent to the table just to refinance yeah, yeah. That. that happened yeah. to a lot of people in 2012. Yeah. A lot of, there were 2012 13 14 had a lot of foreclosures because of that right there yeah witness to it so if yeah. you were in the industry i've been in it since 97 to see these cycles you don't know I have so many people. In fact, I dealt with a group of people out in, uh, I can't remember exactly what state they were in. They were working with a local bank. Did a lot of 10 year fixed with 20 yeah. amortization. And they kept saying, well, the rates are going to stay low. So why are you worried about getting a 30 year? And they kept talking people away from me. Yeah. Now those people are just lamenting because I told them, you're going to get screwed. Mm -hmm. That they want a 10 year fix that they're seven years in on. Yeah. Now the rates are more than double what they had before. And they yeah. got talked into that deal. Because the interest rate is three eighths of a percent lower than mine. Yeah. How far are they hit? Yeah, and for me with that, that's why I wanted like a five. I wouldn't take a five year fixed. You know, I, I'm talking about still a thirty year amortization because I don't know where it's gonna things are gonna be in five year. 
10 years a little bit safer. That's why I was like, okay, let's do like 15 year fix. At least I have some leeway within the 15 years where, you know, yeah, I'm taking a risk, but you know, but it's, it's a little bit more of a of a farther out risk where you can you can weather it a little bit better. Maybe have yeah. you should hopefully have a down a, 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 an interest rate lower than where you're at. Yeah, within that time period where also, the, your real estate value is still high, your interest rate is is lower, and then maybe it's time to uh, to refinance at that point. Good possibility, but we're also talking about the last thirteen years of a market that's been manipulated. Yeah. We don't know how long that what the unintended consequences of that is. Yeah, so yeah. it really boils down to to me, it's, it goes down to what Warren Buffett said: the thirty year. And this is Warren Buffett, guys. This is Nary Chapman. Yeah, so this is a little bit smarter some bitch than me. Warren Buffett said the thirty year fixed is the greatest financial instrument that's ever been created because it's yeah. a one way bet. Yeah, yeah. If you're wrong, you refi. If yeah. you're right, you just protected yourself from what could be financial Armageddon for yourself and your family. Yeah. Well, definitely, yeah. 30 year is def is definitely the best. So you're saying that so if I have a choice, anyway, that right now it looks like the 15 year fix is not even an option because yeah, all, so the it's lenders, a all the lead leaders, all the lenders we talked to, it was the same interest rate. As they're like, how does that work? How can that be the same interest rate? Well, I can, I can explain that to you, why those are the same interest rate. Why yeah, like that'd be great, yeah. Or instruments with a, with the same interest rate because they're a guaranteed refinance the second, time, the second there's there's any opportunity to refi. So yeah. because of that, that guaranteed refinance, they're not as apt to put the money in. They'd rather have a longer instrument where there's a better chance of people writing those out longer. The other okay. thing that I found is that we have uh, deals from our portfolio purchased quite a bit. In fact, we're having a big block purchase from us here in the near, in the near future. And they love our investor loans here at Security National. Why? Mm -hmm. People keep them a long time and they pay on time. Why yeah. do they keep them a long time? Because I am preaching all the time. The longer you take the pay, the less you actually pay because the the, the, the time back. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So since all of them do that, they are performing better than any loan on the market. Yeah. So people are paying, the pre they, they want them. And so they, they'll take those over a 15 year or 10 or seven or five. There's a lot of small banks and credit unions right now writing a lot of fives, sevens, and tens yeah. in, at a loss. And the reason they're doing it at a loss is they're trying to attract more depositors. Yeah. What happens when they don't get the depositors they need? And now they're carrying this paper that's actually going to be uh, be costing them money in the near future. Yeah. We're going to see some banks folding, I think, just because of what we saw in 2008. Yeah. A lot of these banks were not around in 2008 that are doing this stupid move. They oh, really? Okay. They think they're buying the market and they're going to yeah. not be around when oh, this wow. is going Because look at how many banks closed during 2008. Yeah. Tons yeah, of them. Yeah. You know, in 2012, I had, I don't know how many people call me up and say, hey, if you want to invest in a bank, you get to be on the uh, on the advisory board and you get to be a founder's group. I'm not investing in your bank. There's yeah. a lot of community banks that blew up over the years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They think they're going to get themselves hurt because they've been not, they have people in yeah. there that have not played during the market swings. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I totally agree with you in terms of the adjustable, the arms and adjustable rate. I mean, you definitely want to stay stay away from that. I think you'd much rather because you don't know where you don't know where the real estate is going to go. Uh, and it's to me, like the way things are looking, it's going to go up. Uh, I've been talking about 10 percent interest rate for the last uh, six months. Um, so I think this is kind of like where we're where we're heading. So you don't want to be caught in that storm where you know you have your raising interest rate and then you just uh, you can't get out of it. Uh, and then on top of that, it's, it's possible, Eric, that it might not work out that way. 
right? Yeah. It's possible they could be right. I yeah. Because if they're right, my clients that did 30-year fix are still safe. Exactly. They're going to get hurt. Yeah. But the chances of you getting hurt by doing the other is very, very high, especially in yeah. this extremely volatile economy. Yeah. And the people who are telling you it's going to be okay are the ones <laughs> trying to close you on those people. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You know, and they don't even know. Yeah. They haven't been there. There's so many of those guys that I know that have not, they didn't make it through the crash, but they weren't even yeah. in the business at that time. Yeah. I've seen yeah. a lot of the cycles. Yeah, that's true. I'm not, I'm not convinced that we're not heading towards something that could be very, very ugly for a lot of people. And yeah. my job, my job is just to explain and show people protect yourself as long as you can. Yeah. And we're in a raising rent environment because of inflation. And if you could pencil out a deal, not every deal is going to fit, but if you can pencil out a deal, where you can raise rents 5% every year for the next five years, and you're in a very high positive cash flow position after five years, there's yeah. no reason for you to stop. Yeah. But what if you get into a five-year arm with a great cash flow position for the first five years, and yeah. then the rates flip on you, now you're not in a cash flow position. Now you're negative after five years, and that's not how a business survives. Mm -hmm. Only businesses, in fact, it used to be just a rule, right? If you're going to start a business, you better have enough assets to survive five years because your business is not going to make money until the fifth year. Yeah. And then you can start turning profits. Why is it we believe that the real estate investment business, because that's what you are, you're buying businesses, you buy real estate, yeah. is supposed to be anything but that. We're yeah. going back to normal business, guys. Yeah. That whole thing for the last 13 years, that was an anomaly. Mm -hmm. That was that was shooting fish in a barrel for the real estate industry. Yeah. And I blame the real estate industry for screwing this up by saying by selling the cash on cash return metric as the golden metric. Mm -hmm. That right there is the smallest return in the entire deal. Where mm -hmm. they should be focusing is on the leverage and the amortization yeah. on the loan because it's consistent growth. The uh, the potential of and I don't even look at uh, appreciation as a potential growth because it could mm -hmm. be. Um, and then the tax benefits. Yeah. Those two alone, right there, fortunes are made in that. The yeah. other two things, those two things are the the cherries and the sprinkles on top of the sundae. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we uh, you know we we are communicating a lot more in terms of you know the cash flow is it's nice to have it's all of that, but there's a lot more to that. I mean, the leverage allows you to you know to kind of multiply your your appreciation, your return based on appreciation. You have the tax advantages. You have also the, um, you know, that basically your mortgage payment stays the same over 30 years, but then your net cash flow actually increase over time. Your rent goes up, uh, you know, over time as you increase the, the rent for the tenant every year. So there's, you have a lot of good things that are kind of like going all in the same direction. And that focus on the debt right now and the interest rate is, yeah, it's it looks bad right now. But you know, one year from now, two years from now, twenty years from now, we're gonna say, wow, this is this was why did we worry so much about that? Yeah, it's five years tends to make geniuses as have have us all in uh, residential real estate. Mm -hmm. the one thing, like you're just saying, you know, you don't know what that what's going to end up happening with that and where things yeah. are going to end up going. As long as you're there's a deal in everything. You just got to look for it. And the yeah. best thing today is there's a lot of people caught up on the cash on cash return metric that's not going to be involved in hunting business. You don't have the competition. You don't have yeah. the people bidding up the prices. What, yeah. was, what I find very interesting about the home buyer of the last few years, they were perfectly fine going into the market and having the realtor tell them, oh, you better be prepared to make an, a, an offer of 30000 above list uh, yeah. to get in the game. <laughs> Yeah. And to win it, you got to pay a hundred thousand above list. And nobody bitches about that. They don't yeah. go fire their realtor and find another realtor because they were told to put a hundred thousand more into the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
the interest rates go up. Oh, I'm getting another loan origin there. I didn't drive the rates up, right? Yeah. Inflation drove the rates up. Those yeah, are that, yeah. That's the reality of things. And yeah. We're also going into the rate that should have been where the rate art was anyway. Yeah. So it's really kind of funny how people are looking at it in that respect and not wrapping their head around the right way. In that, you know, and the other thing is you get now a tax, you're not even paying the damn rate. Your tenant's paying it and you're writing yeah. off from your taxes as if you are. Yeah. So reality, it doesn't matter. Yeah, and for, I think for us is that a lot of uh, a lot of people or a lot of investors were focused on the cash flow, and now that you know they go from a cash flow of three or four hundred dollars a month, and now it's like two hundred, two hundred and fifty dollars a month because the interest rate is so much higher. But the thing, then that's why I'm kind of like saying, you know, it's not about the cash flow is great as long as the asset is paying for itself, and then you have the tenant paying your mor the mortgage for you, it doesn't matter. And you want to be invested in real estate because without real estate, if you leave your money in the bank or if you leave you know, money in your sock drawer, you're going to lose purchasing power. But if you invest in real estate, your wealth is going to actually going to be above, um, you know, the, you're going to increase your purchasing power by doing it that way. And not only that, but your tenant is paying for all of that. It's paying for the rent, it's paying for the, uh, the mortgage, I mean, the, uh, you know, the insurance, property management, paying for all of that. So as long as it's paying for itself, you know, this is, uh, this is a win-win situation. Well, the only thing that a person really needs to be concerned about, in my opinion, not only just the people you work with, right? Martel, yeah. Turnkey, you know, Aaron Chapman, Street National, people are gonna, that are, that are focused on your success. Yeah. Well, when you're buying, when you're out there looking for the uh, the business you're going to buy, which would be the real estate, that business yeah. is what each house is. You want to buy the one that keeps, you know, the minimal amount of, of, of costs, you know, that you're for fixing it up and maintenance and that kind of stuff. But what you're really looking for is something you keep reasonably rented the entire time you own it. You can raise rents. If yeah. that is the case, even yeah. if you're only making $50 a month cash flow, some crappy yeah. little number like that, but as yeah. long as somebody else is paying for it, then it doesn't matter. You need yeah. to keep doing what you're doing, be successful at what you're doing while you're growing your, your wealth for the future. Because if yeah. you need that money today, yeah. then really not a, you're, you're not in it for the right direction. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, a lot of the people that are investors, I mean, they're not, they don't need the cash flow today. They're thinking about using the cash flow 15, 20 years from now or 10 years from now. So you know, this you is that compound rental increase going on to where now yeah. you're making that thousand or fifteen hundred dollars a month. Yeah, that might be a lot, but it's you know, you're making more, right? Yeah, you exactly. You built your business, and exactly. you competitors out there trying to take it from you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, so that's good. So, yeah, and this is why I talk more and more like about asset protection, protecting your wealth against inflation and stuff like that. So, this is good. So, um, any kind of like a projection or kind of like where these things are going? Do you, you have any kind of a idea prediction? Where's your crystal ball? I don't, I don't see it anymore. Where I am, <laughs> I threw that out. Some bitch was wrong. Uh, <laughs> what, uh, what I am gearing up against right now is double digit interest rates. Yeah. That will then recede back down. Cause what we have here, here's some other things we need to consider that's going to go on. The federal government says that the, the, Two things that they've said recently. One, what they know about inflation is they don't know enough about inflation. It was said by Jerome Powell himself. Yeah. Secondly, what they were saying is they need to get the, the rate of employment up higher to bring inflation down. Why they need yeah. to bring the rate of employment up higher? Yeah. Because they need to have less money in the economy yeah. that is right now chasing the goods. The problem we yeah. have with inflation, we have too much money chasing too few goods. Supply chain issues, labor issues, all these things. Well, they can they can hurt the economy as far as the wealth that's out there and the money that's flowing around. They can bring inflation down. 
Well, when you're bringing that down, now you're bringing real estate prices down because you have people doing fewer and fewer, fewer transactions, people bidding out less. So because of that alone, I see potential uh, risk in the, the price of homes down the path for yeah. people who have purchased it recently. Yeah. Um, I also see a potential risk of interest rates pushing even higher because we don't know to the extent that inflation has gotten away from them. Yeah. Uh, because they have put so much currency into, into the economy. You know, 40% of the U.S.'s currency had, was put out in 18 months. Yeah. 40% of the available yes. currency is in 18 months. That's yeah, absolutely insanity. There's so much out there. We don't know how they're going to be able to stop this. Yeah. You know, they needed to quit printing a long time ago. Inflation is like a loaded oil tanker that's just on, on it's, a, it's runaway and it's heading towards mm-hmm. ground right now. And yeah. they've been dropping anchors for a long time and they just can't get enough of them in the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to run ground. We're going to get that spill and we're going to have the problem that that is. And the people who've been locked into a deal, if it's today, it's tomorrow, it's 8%, 8.5%, I think are the ones that are going to benefit down the path. Yeah. Uh, so do you think that the uh, the, the in interest rate is def- has been driven more by the quantitative tightening or by the Fed rate going up? Uh, by the quantitative tightening, the Fed rate yeah. going up is 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 should be helping it because it's slowing down. It's supposed to curb inflation and bring it down. Inflation mm-hmm. is what really helps. It is what's driving our interest rates up. Yeah. Um, because, and this is why inflation is an enemy to what they call the bonds and the interest rates. Uh, for our real estate investment loans or really any any loans is based upon a bond that somebody bought saying i'm going to get a return on investment over 30 years well if i gave you money for 30 years right and you're paying it back to me and you're yeah. paying it back to me with something that's losing value yeah it doesn't do me any, any favors to let you have my money for 30 years yeah because just when you run the numbers and i had those numbers here you may pay me back over two hundred thousand on an eighty thousand dollar loan but yeah. the value of those dollars over 30 years is seventy seven thousand why would I lend it to you for 30 years? It's a loss yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah. So that being the situation, people who are investing in these pools, like, you know, if inflation is getting out of hand, I don't want to put it there because it yeah. doesn't move with the market. The mm-hmm. only person that can invest in inflation successfully is the real estate investor themselves yeah. borrowing the money for long-term periods. Exactly, yeah. People lending it, they are subject to inflation. Mm-hmm. So that's why one of the people are buying real estate right now. You're the only person that, that I know of that can actually benefit from inflation. And the only yeah. way to benefit is to leverage the loan or leverage exactly. the property. Yeah, yeah, Le- the leverage is definitely key to be the one that is using leverage on, on your assets and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, okay, that, that sounds very good. Do you think that uh, you're talking to a, a lot of people? I mean, you're doing a lot of transactions still um, today. Um, do you, uh, when you talk to your client, do you see uh, some kind of like mental adjustment with the rate and what's going on? Do you think, do you think they're calming down <laughs> basically? And they're, it's starting to, they're starting yeah. to wrap their head around the fact that this is going to be normal. Okay. They thought it was an anomaly. They thought it was a little bit of a freak out because to, in their experience, the interest rates have always been in the fours. Yeah. Well, it's because their experience is such a narrow window. To me, I was like, dude, that. I kept talking about how we need to take care of this now and get the rates you can get now because it's going to get out of hand soon. And people didn't believe me. Yeah. That, that's what I was talking about for people with the 10-year fixed 20-year end. Yeah. Um, now they're believing me. Yeah. What I want people to do is believe me, it can get a lot worse. I've seen yeah. it a lot worse. And there's been there's every reason in the world it should be a lot worse. Yeah. But we have a lot of band-aiding going on. I'm also I'm I'm once they get their head wrapped around that and they feel a little bit better about that and they can start seeing what it's like to be successful as a real estate investor, mm-hmm. then they're going to keep trudging forward and understand that it still works. It yeah. always works. It's just a yeah. matter of finding the right deal to make it work. 
Yeah. I, I am hopeful about interest rates, depending upon the outcome, or about I'm hopeful about inflation, depending upon the outcome of our election. Mm -hmm. If there's enough mix-up in what's going on in the election as far as who gets elected, there's a solid chance that it could it could stifle a lot of these spending bills that keep getting approved and pushed out. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because we're spending so much money and throwing away so much money as a as a nation through yeah. a government that doesn't know what the hell they're doing. Uh, well, maybe they do know exactly what the hell they're doing. They're parking into <laughs> the, if you want to go conspiracy theory, right? Mm -hmm. Well, because of that, we're driving inflation through the roof because of all yeah. this of capital. Now, if we can start stifling that and preventing that, I think we might have a shot at bringing inflation down. You bring inflation down, you bring rates down, bring down yeah. rates, you bring up property values. That could happen. I'm not convinced that mm -hmm. it will because we have enough stupid crap going on in a global economy. That's the other problem. We're in a damn global economy. When it wasn't a global economy, we could yeah. we could reasonably predict what's going to happen. We can't predict it now because what happens in Turkey affects us here. The very yeah, I know it's in, yeah, it's insane now. It's just like everything is so intermingled, uh, you know. So. Yeah, it's, all, all the, it's highly emotional. Yeah, all the central banks are talking to one another. I said, "Well, yep. you can't raise your int your interest rate too high because it's going to affect us. It's going to, you know, blah blah blah." And I was like, and then so now it becomes diplomacy, uh, you know, trying to negotiate how to fix our own problem without crashing the whole international economy. Yep, it's not markets and it's not economics anymore. It is, uh, and it's not business. It's politics. Yeah, yeah. politics is driving everything, and it's actually yeah. we can see how poorly it drives things. <laughs> it's not supposed to, but uh, yeah. Anyway, anything else you want to add? Uh, some maybe yes. end on a positive note. End on a positive note, like I was saying, the ability to take advantage of inflation to your benefit, go get my app. Go to your app store right now. Yep. Get the QJO investment tool. It's a quit jerking off investment tool, but it's QJO, and you got to get that. And it pops up, and, it, and uh, it, you can – I've got – if you go to my Instagram, S-T-O-C underscore, and if you want to put that into the – into the uh, into your your notes. I have that in the notes. Yeah. Quick video on there on how to use it. And it'll show you how inflation adjusted dollars pays off less than what you borrowed when mm -hmm. you the calculator is built just for that. So that's the good news. I have yeah. information. I have I have a tool for you to use to yeah. be secure in what you're buying. And yeah. then just reach out to me. We will talk you through what it needs to be, what you need to do to be successful in yeah. any opportunity that you face, to the best of our of our knowledge. And yeah. where does that knowledge come from? You mentioned before. Uh, I actually learned new information about how many people are in our in my space. There's 1.4 million loan originators in the United States right oh, now. Oh my goodness! It Six, went up. Yeah, it's huge. I didn't realize that because we finally found a place that tracks the licensed guys like me and yeah, then yeah, the yeah. guys that look at the banks. Wow. Now, what they found was that just under 600,000 of them write between zero and one transaction per month. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because of my production so far this year, I'm ranked number one in my state, and I believe number six in the United States wow. for transactions closed. Wow. So we've been very, very blessed to have our business only down about 24% from last year, yeah. where the industry as a whole is down 65%. So I've been yeah. very, very blessed to have a great team, a great business, and a great group of people to work with like yourself and the mm -hmm. real estate investors out there that want to be successful and will take the experience we have from the thousands of deals we've done to guide you through it with practical data, not speculation and theory. Yeah, great. Well, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Aaron. I mean, it's definitely, we totally agree. I think part of the issue is that it's uh, it's a little bit abstract when we're talking about these numbers and we're talking about inflation, but I think with the right guidance and with your, your expertise and your tool, quick jerking off. <laughs> investment tool, cool. the QJO um, investment tool. <laughs> 
then uh, you know it's really uh, it helps illustrate that you know this is the right move is to invest in real estate uh, to maintain your wealth and actually increase your wealth in a high inflation environment by le using leverage. 100%. Thank, thank you, Aaron. Thank you for your time. Really appreciate your expertise and uh, your wisdom. Well, thank you, my friend, and I always appreciate chatting with you and spending some time with your audience. Great. Thank you very much. Thanks, Bobby. Thank you for listening to Break Away from the Rat Race with your host, Eric Martel. If you want to share your story and experience with our listeners, please message us on Facebook at Break Away from the Rat Race. Also, please subscribe to our YouTube channel and our podcast on iTunes.